it's fine. You guys can be loud. It's cool. That's oh. the point. Oh. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to figure out everything, so it's cool. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. It's like oh, so scrunched up. How many have you got? Your hair is so short. Oh, uh, it's in my room. Uh, uh, is that not big enough? It's so dumb. It was the stage of life where I was, you know. My favorite when I was skyscraper. Oh, yeah. You look so cute. And, and then I've got my mates. It's a school really <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It looks like a, a, a drugged Carter. It looks like a meth-addicted Carter. <laughs> Will you guys carry IDs around? No, it's just my school card. That is actually a good question. You usually do have to carry your ID. That's like, I don't have a school card. I'm actually going to take some things. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So we are going to start, everyone. Okay. It's not. I'm gonna drink that coke. Okay, hold on. Let me do the intro and then we can start. <laughs> Haven't we started? Yeah, we've started recording, but okay. editing. Okay. Put this at the end of the tape. Sorry. That'd be a good idea. Okay. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> okay. Welcome and thank you for tuning into Postface. Today is very exciting. I have my first round table. <laughs> <laughs> And you're about to find out why we're laughing. Um, <laughs> um, but first, let's, uh, I'll introduce, basically. Um, we're sitting in a round table with mentors and students from Immerse. Thank you guys for taking uh, some time out of graduation day. I really do appreciate it. So, no problem. welcome Woo! to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> the first and most important question is, what is your name and what course were you studying as of the start of today? So, let's start with B. Yes, let's start with you. Uh, I'm Gwen, and I took the medicine course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Beatriz, and I took the international relations course. I'm Darina, and I took the creative writing course. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I'm Darcy, and I also took the creative writing course. I'm Amy, and I'm the college manager of the course. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to cut all of this out. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm Anna. I was studying international relations. I'm Matisse, and I took law. Cool. I'm Axel. I took chemistry. Uh, and I'm Carol, and I took computer science. Yeah. I was trying to tell you a month ago. Come on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my they have god. To come naturally. You can't force them. This is going to be the Just worst episode to it's edit. It's, it's going to be. You can't edit these out. Just, this is the nature of this place. Oh my this god. Is, this People are going to go deaf. <laughs> 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 oh god. I don't even know if I'll be able to post this. Then post it. Hussein! Oh, yes. 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 Yes.
microphone, people. <laughs> it's all peaked. It's all peaked. Oh my god. Okay. You don't understand. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Serious business, not really, but. <laughs> um, how many cities have you lived in, and which is your favorite? Um, uh, I think I've lived in four cities, and my favorite has to be the city I'm living in now called Pullman, Washington. Um, it's where all my friends are. Cool, cool. Um, oh, I, get, I literally just lived in one city. I did not have a lot of answers for that. But if I wanted to move around, I would probably go live somewhere near the south of France. You also live in Cambridge right now. Oh, yeah, right now. we are Cambridge. we yeah. are in Cambridge. I'm oh. sorry for the yeah, Saint Cap. <laughs> quiet clapping, everyone. Quiet clapping. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, it's still peaking. Yeah, it's they can't settle. It's it's well, still we're waving our hands around. Yeah, it's still peaking. So <laughs> if we can do it to a light, <laughs> a light cheer. Um. Okay. Um, I've lived in Cyprus my whole life. I've only lived in two places there, and now St. Cats. Um, I liked. God, I don't know. Larnaca's nicer because you know I've I only have two friends, but they're there, so that's nice. Um, if I had to, like I said, I had to move anywhere, I'm gonna go to Glasgow hopefully for uni, and oh, I have a bunch of friends there as well, and people that I like, family, so. Yeah, and it's also really nice though. Okay, Darcy, um, same question. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would second the the Scotland, like just Scotland in general, because uh, yeah, uh, Edinburgh and New Glasgow seem great. I have only lived in one city my entire life. However, I do know that at least in my own country, Chicago is the best city in America. Hey, no offense to Pullman, Washington. No, Chicago is amazing. I love Chicago. Americans. Oh, you know, uh, let's not start this on a podcast. We don't have enough time. We need a separate podcast for that. Um, so I really lived in Cambridge and my hometown, but Cambridge to me represents the life that I've built myself since uh, leaving home. And it's the place where I'm happiest and I'm with the people who I'm happiest with. So Cambridge is the easy answer, but also the only answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've only lived in Rio de Janeiro and the city that I live now, which is Florianópolis. Uh, between them, I prefer Florianópolis because I've lived uh, mostly of my life there, most of my life there. But if I had to choose somewhere to, <clears throat> uh, to live, I would choose London because I'm a city person. Hell yeah. Um, so I've only lived in Janeiro, Brazil too, but if I could choose somewhere to go, probably somewhere in Scotland. Mm. Yeah, Scotland. Three Scotlands. Scotland. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I've only lived in Istanbul all my life, but I am going to university in France hopefully next year. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Congratulations, nice. Axel. Thank you. Uh, well, I've lived, I guess, in two cities and uh, Cambridge on top of that, I guess, for two weeks. I've lived in uh, Geneva for the first of my seven years, and then I moved to Singapore. Uh, the thing with Singapore is, as great as it may sound from uh, the outside, after a few years it gets really boring from how tiny it is. 
Uh, Geneva is a wonderful city, however, I cannot really state any opinions on that because I was almost a non-conscious being when I <laughs> Yeah. Right. You can't really judge based on your uh, seven-year-old uh, feelings. Um, if I had to move somewhere, it would probably be uh, somewhere in New Zealand, somewhere quiet, uh, with not too much, uh, I don't know, chaos. I've judged. <laughs> I feel judged. How do you know Singapore tiny? It is tiny. It is tiny. Uh, like how many people is it? Uh, it's five million people. Oh. Population-wise, <laughs> it is pretty big. It's very cramped, yeah, but so, yeah. uh, area-wise, there is... It's tiny. There is not much to do after so uh, a year service. or two. Yeah. So it's just like one and a half million people, more cats than people. It's lovely, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It sounds also more cats than people, but also fourteen yeah, million like, people. <laughs> well, I mean, who doesn't love um, cats? Cats. Hey. My auntie has like thirteen cats, and they all try to attack my cat. I love cats. <laughs> I lived in five cities. Which is the favorite? Which is Jesus. the favorite? Wow. I have to say, it has to be Oxford. It has to be. Throw the enemy out. For the listeners, whoever does not know, there's a huge feud that goes on between Cambridge and the other place. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so there is that. Now, um, what is the first memory you have? We'll start from Jen. The first memory I have ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's really random, but the first memory I ever had was of a dream. I was having a nightmare when I was like four or something. And I was uh, I was at nursery in Turkey at the time. Oh, wait, I, I've lived in six cities. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is so chaotic. <laughs> my, answer, my, my answer is the same. Um, but essentially, uh, I was having nightmares in nursery, and the playground became very like circular. And something was like chasing me around the playground, and I was getting into more and more trouble with my teacher. I wasn't afraid of the thing that was chasing me, I was afraid of getting in trouble with my teacher. Oh my and god. Me out at the very end, and I woke up and I was crying. Oh my oh. god. Oh. Damn. That's adorable. Yeah. Um, well, I would. I would have loved to say that my first ever memory was setting my arm on fire, but... Um, Damn! Yeah, I, I don't really have any memories of that because I was one, and... Uh, oh my god, how do you uh, set your yeah. one-year-old arm on fire? I, I you know what, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I'm not going to tell this story. It's probably, we don't have the time. Uh, but um, first memory it would either be uh, playing with my dad in basketball and him uh, trying to teach me uh, words in English, and uh, English is actually my third language, and uh, me trying to uh, repeat after him, then him leaving and telling me that I can continue on playing basketball if I use English words. And I didn't remember any of those words, so I basically just shouted a bunch of gibberish. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to trilingual people. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um... I think mine was, there was this book, it was like an English learning book or something, and there was this rooster on it, and I was deadly afraid of that rooster, I had no <laughs> idea why. There was like this CD that played animal sounds, and once it like played the rooster sound, I just went crying to my room, like so scared. Uh, cock a doodle do. <laughs> God. <laughs> When I was in maybe four or five years, my first memory is when I was like five or four years old. I was on the beach with my with my sister, and I had this like little Barbie that was just like this size, and um, this like 
box. I don't know the name specifically, mm -hmm. but there was this box. And then we were close to the sea, and my sister said, like, I'm going to show you this trick. And then she just put the Barbie, like, under the cup and just did like this. But then the water came, and when she did like that with the box, the Barbie was gone, and I lost it. Oh my god, that's so sad! Why are all your first memories so sad? Jesus Christ! Tell, tell, tell the listeners. I swear to God, someone's gonna get molested. I was between two and four, I don't really remember when. Uh, this was why I moved to Florianopolis. But basically, I was in my car, in my car, in my car with my parents. We were uh, coming back after some a carnival party, something like that. And a bunch of guys just stopped the car, and pointed some gun at us, and <laughs> said, "Give everything." <laughs> it's not a, a nice topic to talk about, but unfortunately, it's my first one because yay trauma. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wow. My memory is me making pancakes in. <laughs> not in primary school, in um, preschool when I was probably three or four years old and... Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, go pancakes. Yeah. And there are also Easter eggs on the same day. It was very confusing. Yes, Easter eggs and pancakes, fuzzy. let's go. So basically up until now we've had a nightmare. Um, <laughs> basketball, great. Um, then we've got all of the other ones. Jesus, getting mugged and then pancakes. <laughs> Amy, when's the sad part of the story gonna come along? Uh, Do you want an answer to that? No, no. We'll we'll get to the sad part. There's still four, thirteen more questions. Yeah, I'll give you one. Give me like nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Darcy. Uh, my my sad horror story. Uh, Aww. <laughs> I was like a, I was. Uh, um, four years old, and I, I tripped and fell as I was going to, <laughs> and it said, nothing bad happens. <laughs> like, I tripped and fell for, like, we, we were going out for a snack, like, uh, me and my siblings and, uh, my family, and, and I came back, and, um, and I tripped and fell on the, the pavement in front of us, and I skipped my knee. Um, but I, I didn't cry, and I was like, man, I'm four, and I didn't cry. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, that's the feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's like when it's, when it's not painful. Yeah, you feel like an adult. Because like when, when you're a child, you're like, oh my god, how, how do you not cry when you're bleeding? And it's like, you become an adult. And then yeah. when, you're, uh, when it finally happens to you, you're like, oh, I'm all grown up. <laughs> okay. Darina? My like earliest proper memory, like I can genuinely remember it, is I had this dream where it was like, just snapshots of my life until that moment and I was I was six and it was after we just moved to Larnaca and I'm just like lying in my bed and I get up and I, I don't know where I am, I don't know who I am and I was like, oh, I'm six years old, this is lovely, huh? Are you blind? No, it's, it freaks me out, but like, okay, earliest like memory that's pretty fuzzy yeah. is um, when I was three, my dad was taking me to nursery and this teacher came up I was like, oh, can you wait here please? And my dad looks at me and he's like, okay, what have you done? I'm like three years old, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this guy that I was, however a three-year-old can crush on someone, this guy who was like four, okay? <laughs> he was a year older than me. <laughs> and I was crushing on him Someone's or whatever. <laughs> and he came out and he asked my dad if he could marry me. Oh my like, gosh. <laughs> Amy, Amy's got her mouth wide open. <laughs> he organized this with the teacher. And the teacher's 
crying because it's like a three-year-old <laughs> and he gave me this keychain that was like a crystal like crescent moon and then when i was eight my little this is going on the internet so. uh, was, well yeah i was proposed to when i was three and i said yes and i never broke it off so technically i'm still engaged <laughs> <laughs> yeah Dear. i don't know if this is an actual memory or is it because my mom just described it so vividly to me that mm -hmm. now it became part of me but it was like around two or three years old and i just have the this very explicit memory of almost falling off my crib like I was pushing, I was like on the edge of the, the crib and I just kept inclining myself. <laughs> oh my God. The only thing I remember, the thing I remember the most actually is me jumping, actually falling Ooh. with my head down, almost hitting the ground. And the first thing that like I hear is my mom screaming and picking me. At the exact same moment, I almost hit the ground. Like my head is like this. <laughs> on the ground, and oh my like, God. <laughs> Okay, um, sure, yep, and yep. And my earliest memory that I can think of, I think I was like three or four, and um, I went to my great-grandpa's funeral. Wow. <laughs> so I remember my parents picking me up and going to the casket where he was, um, and then I remember us driving and watching him get laid into the ground. All right. All right, I am so sorry for your loss. <laughs> um... Moving on. Do you remember um, him? Uh, yeah, but I've had a lot more other deaths, so yeah, okay. So yeah. like years. Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah, losses. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. We'll have. Can we do two more questions and then we'll do the lightning round? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Quickly, quickly. Um, okay. And you're going to start mine on half past. So not in a rush, but yes. Yes, okay. Um, if your exact personality was in a book, what would be the character's most important trait and flaw? <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> yes. Two questions, we start like this. Okay, fine. We start like this. Uh, most important trait and flaw. Can it be the same thing? It can yeah, be the yeah, same thing. <laughs> it can be the same thing. Yeah. I think I'm overly loyal, but to a fault. And I, I feel very protective about people that I'm really close to. And I feel a sense of responsibility to um, kind of like take care of them or like make sure that they're kind of like being that, like able to be their best self in a way. Um, and then that can really backfire when like basically. Uh, no, no, not that, but like when it's none of your business, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I hear That's that. I hear feeling. that. Yeah. Because yeah. you want to help, and it's just like you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord, man, that's a really tough question. Um, At Postface, we ask tough questions. And I, I feel. I feel like some of you will laugh at this, but I would say probably the best quality could be either selflessness or kindness. Because because of the yo mama jokes you've made over the past two weeks, what? No, 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 no. I'm I'm kidding. But I guess at the same time, 
uh, it could be also seen as a flaw because uh, too much kindness leads to you being taken advantage of uh, and it could lead to uh, very bad experiences. Yeah. yeah. Axel? Mine, I'd say my best trait is like being creative. Like I love creating and I think that's like what I love most. So consider that to be my like most important trait. And for flaw, I'd say like overthinking, anxiety, you know, just the classic. <laughs> the classics. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, uh, I think my biggest trait is that I jump into situations very quickly without thinking twice. So like I'm not very scared of doing many things. But at the same time, the bad thing in it is that I'm not scared of living it too. So at the same time that I do many of stuff, uh, I don't actually get attached to anything. Not only like situations, but people too. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say perfectionist, because um, so most of the times I just try to work things on myself that I know I can do better and then push harder to do better. But at the same time, I'm just too, um, too harsh for myself. So. Yeah. I think I am kind and loving to people unconditionally once I really get to know them. But that also means I'm way too forgiving of when people take advantage of that and mm -hmm. treat me like crap. Darcy? Uh, this is going to sound like a paradox, but I think uh, my positive trait is that I think I try to be a genuine person um, and that it's hard for me to exist in social spaces without um, being who I think is completely myself, which I think is kind of the weird uh, flip side of that is I'm uh, a very indirect and not assertive person um, and I don't like socializing, so <laughs> maybe yeah, because I of the fact that. that I find it hard to be myself in public. Best trait maybe being like open, I guess, because I'm I'm good at like starting like friendships if someone <laughs> or someone else like kind of initiates it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, because otherwise it's like ah. But I can <laughs> do that, but it's also like a really really bad trait because I just say so much. I have no filter. Like I I'll, I'm like. I feel like I can be a very reserved person, but like the first day I was here, I just blah, a bunch of stuff to like a bunch of people about literally nothing that no one cares about, like say my whole life story. So that could be like a bad thing. And also like ignoring like my mental health cues, I guess, because like just feeling like FOMO and stuff, like fear of missing out is really, really great, you know? And, but then I push myself even when my social battery is just dead and then it makes it just so much worse and makes me feel really, really bad when I miss out on things. But if I, if I do not miss out on things, it makes my social battery worse. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. hard to explain this. <laughs> Trying to get an existential crisis after everyone. Related <laughs> to every single person in this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd say like the best and worst trait at the same time is that I am really, I mean, I don't know if it may appear to everyone, but I'm a really closed off person and I tend to treat people like in a sarcastic way, like cursing at everyone, even though I don't have a lot of like relationship with that person. But at the same time, people that once they get to know me, they actually realize, or at least, I mean, most of the people I try to talk to, they realize that I'm not actually a bitch. Mm -hmm. I'm actually, I mean... Um, I can be like what Jim said. 
I can be overprotective and I can be extremely caring if the person actually knows that I like them. So. Mm -hmm. Nice. Gosh. Um, <laughs> so one of my traits I think that's positive um, is I'm a very selfless person and so I like doing the things for other people but then also I'm also a people pleaser and so I can't say no to people. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> that has turned down roads that should not turn down and I ignore those roads so it goes deep and down and I just keep ignoring it. Yeah. Okay, um, last question before we go into the lightning round. I wish we had more time, but that is okay. Um, we will end on a light one if I can find one. Well, okay, this is not a... Uh, okay. What is one thing you hope the future generations never have to feel? So less positive, but it's a good question, I think. It's not light. It's not light. But I came up with it at like 12.30. I think it's a great question. You may start. I, I do actually know the answer. Okay. Um, I think one thing that younger generations should never have to worry about is uh, fear of like getting help for mental mm -hmm. like disorders like depression, anxiety, because there's a lot of controversy about that. And I know mm -hmm. I do that, so I ignore any type of therapist because yeah. I don't like them. Yeah. But I hope yeah, the younger generation never has to worry about that. I actually, I was actually going to say the same thing because I mean, I we realize as this people from the same generation or almost from the same generation, um, I guess everyone has this fear of every single every kind of mental health, and everyone at some point has show symptoms of it. So if I could avoid the next generation of having something would probably be anything related to especially depression and anxiety. Yeah. Do you know? I feel like bigotry in general, but um, from like my experience, the fear of coming out, because I remember I came out when I was 12, so I was, I was pretty young, and the fear I felt when I told my mom and the fear, like, because one of my friends, I had a really big crush on her at the time, and I messaged her about it because I was too much of a chicken so yeah <laughs> to talk to her about it and her mom saw the message and her mom told my dad and that was like terrifying and the invalidation that he like gave it was just like oh you were crying about a boy two weeks ago when I was literally crying because I've known those people since I was a baby like they are my family they aren't it isn't anything to do with a boy or whatever and it's just I don't want anyone feeling like like like, straight people don't have to come out. I wish I would have known that I could just date someone. And it, it doesn't matter. Like, if you want to come out, if you want to label yourself, fine, but you don't need to. And that's why, that's what I struggled with a lot. So, yeah. yeah. I just hope that they can feel free to be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Darcy? Okay, so one of my answers is terribly <laughs> awful. Um, and the other one, uh, on the same train of what Darina was saying very beautifully, I, I think... Um, I don't want anybody to have to worry about choosing which bathroom that they go into because that's yeah. just like the worst mm -hmm. fucking thing. Um, dirty looks, everything like that. Uh, two, existential dread about climate change. Just just wish it was just better. Yes, <laughs> yes. Amy? Um, I hope that the future generations don't have to choose between being successful and being kind and being themselves. 
Which I've worked, I've worked really hard at that in this job. It's so easy to just go hard and fast on, like, let's do some rolls. Um, and my big thing, especially for this session, was I'm categorically putting kindness and humanity before doing what I'm told to in my job description. Um, and I think it made a difference. It did. Mm. It did. So we clapping. Clicking. Clipping. Yes. Go ahead. It can be it doesn't have to be something like as heavy as depression or like I'll say just that I hope the next generation doesn't feel um afraid of being judged when they enter a role. Because personally, sometimes I feel like that. Mm -hmm. It's not a good feeling. Yeah. So, yeah, just being judged. Yeah. Uh, I think my, uh, my wish to next generation is to kind of like try not to be so worried about achieving things and getting to the next level. It just sometimes just like existing because that's enough for me to be the best at something or, I don't know, just like. Knowing that the fact that you exist is already worthy of, you're already worthy of love, then it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incessant snap. Yeah. It sounds great. It sounds great. <laughs> um, mine is pretty close, actually. Like, I think there's so much pressure to always be doing something and always to be successful always to be the best, always to study at the point where it's not healthy anymore, it's seen as a good thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this leads to a lot of issues, a lot of mental health issues. And I feel like if the next generation doesn't have to deal with that and realize that, you know, we only get one life and we're just, we need to live it at one point. I feel like that's an important lesson to learn and I hope that changes. <laughs> Everyone snaps. <laughs> Jeez, um, the first thought that I had was um, I don't want the next generation to experience, I guess, the same debt that uh, this generation is experiencing after, mm -hmm. yes. I guess, uh, yeah. the previous generations uh, where uh, universities used to cost $32 a trimester or where houses could cost 100k and you would get a good house. But then I thought about it and I realized how dumb it was. There will always be something that was or that felt better in the previous generation. And ultimately, uh, everything will be better or worse. For something better, you must ch exchange uh, something that will go worse. And uh, I guess it's the price that we have to pay. If I had to completely get rid of something um, for the, the next generations to come, I would not be able to pick. There are too many things that you can change and too many drawbacks that come from it. I hope, I hope that future generations don't have to feel the same dread for the future that we do. We're living in a time where climate change is happening at a very fast rate and we're like I think I can speak for us all when we say individually we feel like we aren't making a single difference yeah. no matter yeah. what we do yeah. and we have I think well, something that contributes to that is that I think if you look all over the world if you look at the world leaders that we have 
Um, a lot of people don't have confidence in them. A lot of people don't have trust in them. Obviously, in America, that was Trump. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the UK, there's Boris Johnson, yeah. um, and his successes don't look. Peak of the mic. Peak of the mic. Oh my god. Yeah. But I hope that um, future generations like have leaders that they can trust, they can look to, and um, that will try and do the best for like kind of all of the people instead of. Just a subset. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. So that is all of the heavy questions. We're going to do nine lightning round, no explanation, just whatever comes, yeah, word, whatever comes to mind. Um, lightning round. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, we're, we, we are a little behind time, so, okay, uh, favorite swear word? Fuck. Can I say it in 40? Yeah. Bitch or cunt, probably. I say oh fuck at everything, you know? Yes. Yeah, fuck. It just, it just, it flows nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put them in. Put them in. Yeah, fuck's good. <laughs> yeah, fuck's good. Fuck's great. <laughs> I'm gonna go the basic way, uh, just in a different way, I guess. Blood. Yeah. I gotta go with it. I mean, <laughs> you gotta do it all. Tall. What? Tall. All right, all right. Can I say Sure. I have no idea what that is, but it's, yes. It's just <laughs> okay, favorite word. Uh, favorite word. <laughs> Doesn't have to be a swear word. I don't, I don't know what my favorite word. D anything, anything. First thing that comes to your mind. Sweet. <laughs> it's not your turn yet. Food. Uh, Sound badger. Lovely yellow cow. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Favorite word. Favorite word. Favorite word. word. Oh, fuck. Can you come back to me? <laughs> Sleep. 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 Yes. Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Doppelganger. I need some more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gorgeous. Hell yeah. Um, Lonesome. Lonesome. Uh, I'm sorry. I love uh, words too much. Sanguine. Penguin, yeah. alright, alright. Is that, is that like a South African penguin? No, it's blood. Blood, yeah. Oh, it seems to be quite speedy. Okay, uh, favorite color? Uh, blue. Black. Yellow. <laughs> Purple. Green. White. Blue. Red. Uh, red or black? Crimson. What is that? That's like red, but cool. Um, okay, 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 okay. Sorry. Crimson and red for color. Yes. Um, are you a cat person or a dog person? Both. I have cats. Dog. I have both, man. I don't know. Both. Cat. Dog. Cat. Cat. Raccoons. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> My God. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you prefer texting or calling? Um, texting, texting. Texting. Neither. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, what? Calling, but only my friends. Mm -hmm. Texting. Video call. Texting. Yeah. Depends on the person, and I'll go with calling. Perfect. Texting, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Um, would you rather be able to fly or be invisible? Fly. 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 Invisible. 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 Fly. 
Yeah. Hey. <laughs> okay. Favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, chocolate. Chocolate. Caramel? Chocolate. <laughs> yes. Chocolate. Mint? Yes, let's go. Uh, cookie dough. Vanilla. Mm. Cookies and cream. Uh, lemon sorbet. Yes. Lemon? Tony's. This Mango. Is not yes. <laughs> Favorite quote? Oh. Wait, I have one. Actually. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't have one. Oh, Darina, go. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Okay. Well, I don't need to ever I think that's right. Okay. No. There's this book called Normal People. It's like a quote from the character. He says that I don't believe in God, but if, like, I have, like, 100% sure that he made, it, made you for me. Oh, that's so nice. Okay, there's a, a quote from a French uh, poet, and he says, like, we're not serious when we're 17. <laughs> say it in French. Say it in French. No. I said it in French. We're not serious when we're 17. Let's go. I'm going to have to stick with Sun Tzu. Um, appear weak when you are strong, and appear strong when you are weak. Let's go. Yeah. Well, do you want Adam to feel awake when my eyes are open? <laughs> oh, I love that. Damn. Same. Same. Um, so oh, that's so that's so relevant okay. to right now. Oh my god. <laughs> I guess if you look for it, I have a sneaky feeling that you'll find that love actually eat and date all around. Yes! yes. Oh my god! <laughs> but yes. <laughs> um, okay, I finally got it. Uh, from Ida B. Wells, uh, Eternal Vigilance is the Price of Liberty. Awesome! Wow! Okay, one more. Did anyone else not answer that wants to answer? Nope. Don't think so. No. Okay, okay. Um, favorite movie? Uh... <laughs> okay. Jigsaw. Okay. Next one. Darina. Love Actually. Oh, Another yeah. round, 20th Century Women, Mamma Mia. Oh, come on. No women. No? Okay. Mean Girls. Let's go. Kiki's delivery service. Kiki. Uh, the first Matrix. To where we are. Um, <laughs> um, okay, is there anything else anyone else would like to say to I'm sign off? Yes. And Thank you for tuning in Thank and you for live, love, love.